Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, our yearly viewer and review where we go over some of our favorite games that we've played throughout the year. Uh, we're doing this a little bit early this year, but you know, we got holidays coming up and we're going to be a little busy, so we figured we'd wrap it up. And not only that, I did not realize how many games we played, so I figured it's just best now to start it off. But I am your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. Wait, that sounded like my outro. I am the host of this episode, your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. With me, our player who can't quite figure it out, Keith. That's my name. Don't wear it out. And of course, our wonderful Liz the Noob. Hey, guys. Man, it's been forever since I've actually, like, did our proper intro. It's weird, right? <laughs> I know, yeah. I actually, like, didn't have the right flow for it. Well, but anyway. I have one question. Can yes. we do a monthly year in review? Ooh, you call this our yearly year in review, so I'm just curious if we could maybe do like a monthly one next year. Yeah, every month we'll do our, our favorite games of the month, and it's only literally a list of like, what, three, four games? Three, if, if we're cutting into it with that, but I like it. <laughs> but anyway, we've had a quite an eventful year. We've played apparently a ton of games. I did not realize how many games we played this year. I actually feel like we maybe need to do like a mid-year review. Cause... Yeah, because I have a mind like a sip. I don't remember half of this stuff. I had to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I just yes. can't believe how some of these games were 2020. I was like, no, we played that like 10 years ago. Yeah. That's, that's what it felt like for me, too. So this will be a pretty interesting episode. Uh, we're going to get right into it. So our first category, we're going to be talking about our favorite game with the best graphics. So I think I should go last with every category. <laughs> I mean, you're probably going to end up going last, I'm sure. And not only that, if it's anything like last year, you could not decide. You literally kept changing your answer. Like, well, four sometimes or five I forget, times. like, if I liked the graphics and something. I feel like someone will probably listen to, like, an old episode and be like, what is she talking about? <laughs> See, this is why I think Liz should go first, because it always ends up after you and I have ours. It's, well, I was going to say all this, but then we just wasted all of Liz. No, I. I think you need to impart us with your wisdom early. Early I have and often. my favorites written down, and I figured I'd make a final decision as we go along. <laughs> Because that's how we do things around here. Although it's still more organized than me, so I can't say anything. I mean, I still wanted to do it the same way where we kind of rotate. Fine. Fine. I'm sorry, Liz. So, for my nominations, for me, I had Rainbow Six Siege, Doom Eternal, Plague's Tale Innocence, and The Witcher 3. Uh, but for me, I think I'm going to give for best graphics this year, I'm going to give it to Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal, I think just overall as a graphic package, it's really, really solid. But what's impressive is just how much goes on and it doesn't skip in frame rate. The graphics don't dip. Like there's no screen tearing. Like there's no texture pop in. Just Doom Eternal, I think, just has a really solid, like graphic wise, it's it's fantastic. I really liked Rainbow Six Siege's destructibility. Plague Tales Innocence also was another one that it's just kind of a small studio, but they did a really good job with the character designs and just the mass amount of rats. And I love the environments of that. But overall, Doom Eternal does it for me because I also loved the map designs. Interesting, interesting. So uh, for me, I was I was definitely on board with the Doom Eternal. That was on my list. I also had Resident Evil 7 and The Witcher 3. And as much as I didn't really, I don't want to say I didn't play a lot of The Witcher, I just didn't love The Witcher as a whole. I just think that game was just graphically incredible. Like when I think back about just like the cutscenes, how well they do with actual the face, the faces, the hair, it doesn't look too weird. Uh, so for me, I think I got to go with The Witcher 3 on this one. So both of you guys were in my, my top five. So I had Outer Worlds. You're supposed to have a top five? 
<laughs> well, for this category, I had five that I really thought stood out. And they were Outer Worlds. Because, I mean, the backdrop with the sky and stuff. Like, little details. Wolfenstein, uh, The Witcher, Doom. But I think I got to give it to Rainbow Six. Because I just remember, like, Andrew was in the room and I was like... These graphics are incredible. I don't remember the last time I said that, like, out loud. You know you know what I mean? So, for me, I just thought the graphics, especially with the character introductions and stuff, were just so fantastic. So, that's going to be my top pick. I mean, I was also going to mention Halo Wars, because I still... Those cutscenes are so good. It still blows my mind list that you did not like them. Well, I think it's hard, too, because you have a game like, for instance, The Witcher. Like, the graphics were amazing, but every once in a while, there would be, like, a little bit of wonkiness with the graphics. But I think it's because the game is so long. Like, Rainbow uh, Rainbow Six, it was so much smaller, they could really focus on it a lot more, which is kind of an advantage. But, yeah, I, I agree with both of you guys, too. I think you guys had great picks. No Man's Sky is another... I don't think we noticed it or noted it all, but it, it was pretty incredible. The grandiose no. nature of it. I yeah, but I noticed a lot of texture uh, pop-ins with that. And Fair. some of the creatures were really weird looking. Well, that's just why it gets a little nod. All right. <laughs> but our next category is very similar to graphics. We figured last year we made it one category, but we decided to split into two. But our next category is what game had the best art style? Since obviously with game pass there's a lot of indie games and so obviously they're not going to be the most fantastic graphics but the art style they do is really really good so keith start us off with this one well i think it's going to come as no surprise that starting off my list is going to be ori and the will of the wisps <laughs> yeah i think that goes without saying but i also would include i think journey to the savage planet was one that stuck out to me others is would be superland and also wander song so as much as I loved Ori and the Will of the Wisps, not a single complaint about it. It's gorgeous. It's It does everything. I think it still somehow let me down because I just wanted so much more, and I don't know what more I needed. <laughs> I think just because it like it took me by such a surprise, I think I got to give it to Wandersong. It was just so like cute and fun and cheeky and bright. I liked it, and, and it was a, I think it just it took me by such a surprise that it's, it's going to get my gameplay award. Of the year, this year, 2020. Did you say gameplay? No. You're talking art style. Dang it. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It wins an award. This one. <laughs> Did you just do the rock category? <laughs> no. No, I knew I was doing art style, but I think I described it as gameplay. So just listen to everything I said, but imagine I'm talking about the art style, because it still all applies. <laughs> I'm really surprised by your pick, but good job, Keith. Because... So for- for me, I kind of had a different list. So the ones that didn't make, you know, the number one spot for me, West of Dead, I love that that style. Ori, surprisingly Sea Salt. I didn't think the graphics were great, but I love the art style. The Tourist was my number two. I just, I was so surprised at how much I liked the graphics. And my number one is Alan Wake. For me, I really felt like that game created an environment. Like I felt like I was in the woods. And we played games where we were in the woods and it just, didn't really feel right, didn't look right. And for me, I just, I thought they did a great job with the mood, the lighting, the environment. So that's my pick. Wow. I would not expect yeah. that. But I, I totally, I totally agree with what you're saying though. Uh, so for my choices um, for best art style, uh, my nominations, I'm going with Superland, Spiritfarer, The Tourist. I agree with you, Liz, also with Sea Salt, Ori the Will of the Wisp, and Untitled Goose Game. I know I have a couple <laughs> nominations because 
Uh, all of them, I felt like, did it just a really fantastic job and they were really unique. But overall, I'm going to give it to Ori and the Will of the Wisp. I, the art style, to me, was just top-notch of that game. The colors, it was stunning. Yeah, the whole color palette, depending what biome you are in. But it, nothing felt like bland. Everything was just really striking to look at. I just thought the art style of Ori and the Will of the Wisp was just really, really good. Did you play it actually after they put in the they added in like a 4K texture pack or something like that? No, not or an yet. HDR I, upgrade. I, I played like five minutes. Oh, is this with the? Uh, yeah, because they released it with the Series X, right? That one. Uh, actually, I don't know. As far as the Series X, it was just a, just a couple months after the game was released. They ended up releasing like either an HDR or 4K pack or something like that. No, oh, I might have to check so, that out then. Yeah, it's supposed to be improved for for viewing. So. Alright, Liz. You're going to start us up for this next one. What oh, was the best multiplayer game? So this was hard because there's a lot of games that I think improved a lot when we played multiplayer and some that actually it was kind of a hindrance. And so for me, or it was stressful, like Overcooked 2, which was still a lot of fun. I think I'm going to give it to Perfect Dark. I just put so many hours into this game and it's the perfect game to play with your friends. You can get competitive, like have a couple beers. And so for me, like that's why it's my favorite because it's just, it's such a good game to play with friends. And then, I mean, I love playing Rainbow Six with you guys, Minecraft Dungeon, Dungeon of the Endless, but that game I also liked playing by myself as well. And then Drake Hollow and Remnant. I mean, I felt like I relied too much on you guys with Remnant. And Drake Hollow, I felt like I always wanted to like switch what I was doing, and it's hard to do when you're playing with people. And so for me, I I gotta give it to Perfect Dark. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> that yeah. tries, that choice did not surprise me at all. Uh, so for my nominations, I have Halo Wars, Rainbow Six Siege, No Man's Sky, Dead by Daylight, and Overcooked Two. Uh, but for me, I actually think I'm gonna give it to, to uh, Dead by Daylight. Actually, no. See, I like Dead by Daylight, but for me, I always was afraid of laying the team down. That was like my, my big hang up with that game. But I thought that was a blast to play with you guys. Actually, you know what? I think I'm actually giving it to Halo Wars. I actually really enjoyed the multiplayer in, in Halo Wars. Uh, because for me, as an overall package for the multiplayer, I thought it was a lot of fun. Rainbow Six Siege, I think is great. But as we've said in our episode, the community was a little toxic. Dead by Daylight, I thought was a lot of fun playing with you guys. But playing by yourself, it can still be pretty good, but it can also just be really frustrating. When you don't have a teammate who just doesn't help, it can be kind of a miserable time. Minecraft Dungeons, I think, is a lot of fun as well, playing with friends. Keep getting run over, like, all the time. Yeah, that, that was quite comical. That that was a really close pick. I was really close to picking Minecraft Dungeons. And then also with um, Overcooked 2. Overcooked 2 is a lot of fun, but that's also a game that you really start to get angry with your friends. And so for me, like, the overall multiplayer of it, it's it's a lot of fun. I just don't really like a game where I start to get mad and angry at my friends. <laughs> so Halo Wars I thought was just a lot of fun with the co-op. And I thought it was just, you could actually go against your team, your friends. You can actually, you know, play the missions. So, yeah, I think I'm going to give it a Halo Wars. Very nice, very nice. So I, I would definitely put Halo Wars on my nomination. I think it's a ton of fun. I like that real-time strategy. It was somewhat simplistic, so I didn't feel like I, I was too overwhelmed. And it was just a lot of, a, a lot more fun to play with friends. But I'm just not overly invested in the Halo series as a whole, so it couldn't be my top pick. Minecraft Dungeons, it's definitely a ton of fun. It's really 
it's mindless it's again also just very simple very accessible it's, it's just kind of a straightforward diablo but i think well actually overcooked too also on the list tons of fun i'd pick that up it's just a good party game it is but i'm gonna i'm gonna go with one that neither of you guys had on your list untitled goose game which as of october i think or so of this year added in a two-player mode and if you thought that game was fun with one play one goose it is just bonkers with two geese <laughs> it, it does make it very simple so i don't know maybe not a ton of replay value maybe there is but it, it's just so much fun it was one of my favorite games this year to start with and then just playing it with two players it's just great so that that's actually my multiplayer game of the year the game's bonkers with two players not honkers Oh, <laughs> I can't believe I set you up for that. <laughs> Thanks. I'm surprised, I you like didn't, you... I'm surprised you didn't come up with that. Uh, I'm a little bit disappointed with myself. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Our next category. This one's probably my favorite. What was your favorite sleeper hit of the year? So this is the category of a game that you looked at the trailer and you read the description. You're like, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this game. But then you played it. And it completely catches you off guard, and you end up having a fantastic time with it. So, I will start off with this one. So, for my nominations, I had Superland, Undermine, The Messenger, Remnant from the Ashes, and Wander Song. So, this one was a little bit hard for me. I think overall, though, I actually think I'm going to give it to Wander Song. Because Wander Song, to me, I didn't care for the art style. To me, I thought, seeing the trailer, the gameplay looked so boring. And I'm like, oh, cool, you're just this guy that kind of just sings. But the overall gameplay was a lot of fun. The story was really good. The characters were fantastic. I I thought overall Wander Song was a really fantastic game. And it also just stinks that I'm giving it to this game because it's also off a of Game Pass now, which is really unfortunate. Really close, though, my second choice was The Messenger. The Messenger, for me, just looked like a very like Super Nintendo... 2D platformer, but once again, the gameplay was really good. I thought the story was really interesting. and It was yeah, funny. It was really funny. So this was a tough category for me. But yeah, Wonder Song, I remember at the end of that, I was like, oh, I want to play it again. So I guess if we're describing this, am I next? I was just kind of jumping in there. Yeah, yeah you are you're next. next. <laughs> okay. Um, is, I feel like maybe it's just because I clouded my judgment too early, is I didn't have a lot of games that I started out thinking, I wasn't going to like this, and then I did. But Halo Wars? Definitely some... You didn't seem like you were well, going to like Halo Wars. That is true. Uh, I could definitely say Halo Wars would fall into that category. I think actually, you know what? I'm looking at it a little more. I'm, I think I've got my list here. So and Kona, I think. Or Kona, I don't think you were going to like. Yeah, Kona was one that definitely, I had a little bit of a struggle. I thought, eh, this is going to be a little bit slow. Halo Wars, I really just, I struggled to start that game, but then I found myself really just plugging in hours on it because I was having a good time and I was moving through it. I also would say Yakuza 0 because, again, I just get a little bored with sometimes too much dialogue in games, but I actually found myself getting pretty invested and honestly kind of enjoyed my time with it. So I think, yeah, if I think I would say, I think I would say Yakuza 0. I think that would be my one. Yeah. That one, that one kind of caught me off guard. That's a good pick. Yeah, because, I mean, anyone, who, if you've never played a Yakuza game and you just see a trailer, you honestly don't understand what that game is until you play it. 
I play the game and I still don't fully know that I understand it. <laughs> There's just the weirdest things happening at all times. And then I, sometimes I couldn't tell if it was trying to be funny or if it was. And there was, I hope it's not the wrong way to say this, but there's Asian Nicolas Cage in the game. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fantastic. Yakuza is also on my list. It's a runner-up. And I actually was just thinking, too, of um, Mina Madan because I was so nervous to play that because it was quick time events and I actually enjoyed it. Uh, Doom and Rainbow Six, I was nervous to play and I really liked those. But my top two... Dungeon of the Endless and Frostpunk. Really? Dungeon of the Endless and Frostpunk, I thought it looked so boring, and I did not want to play them. I think I liked Dungeon of the Endless more, but I, I think I'm going to give it to Frostpunk, because I, like, loathed, like, like, the idea of playing that game. And I actually had fun with it. Yeah, because I played it a lot, and anytime I played it, you're like, this looks stupid. So, I mean, I, honestly, I think they're tied, but just to, you know, you know, have a number one, I, I guess I'll go with Frostpunk. But yeah, that and Dungeon of the Endless... I really, when I watched you play, I was like, that looks so boring. I'm going to hate it. And like, I actually like put off playing Frostpunk for a while because I, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to. So, yeah, I'd say those are my sleeper hits. Wow. So, with our favorite sleeper hits, going into our next category, what was your biggest disappointment? Ooh. Yeah. I thought that's one. That's one that always kind of, <laughs> it hurts. Because nothing's worse than when you play a game, you're all excited for it, and then you're like... I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> it's like when you lose a sneeze. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to get that relief from from playing the game, and then you're like, no. <laughs> All right, Keith, why don't you start us off with this one? Man, I feel like I could go through so many games on this list. <laughs> I actually – I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I feel like there was actually quite a bit this year. So I, I'm going to immediately say Rage 2 is a nominator. Because I'm fairly certain I said that, and that was like one of the first games we did this year. I think, I don't know, maybe it was last week. Uh, I would also say Bleeding Edge was a major disappointment for what I was hoping it was going to be. I was, for as hyped as it was, The Witcher 3 actually fell under as a disappointment for me. I, I just didn't really like the gameplay. And... I think I'd round it out with a solid West of Dead. So Rage 2, the game was just so overhyped. It had all this potential. It looked like it was going to be like Borderlands level excitement. Didn't do it. Failed me there. Witcher 3, I already said that. Bleeding Edge, same thing. It was like, hey, here's like a new little Overwatch. A lot of the characters felt ripped off from Overwatch. It didn't do a very good job. And I think it's probably even a dead game at this point. But I'm going to have to give it to West of Dead. Because I love roguelikes. I like twin stick shooters. I think it was... Was it a twin stick? Yeah. Yeah, twin stick-ish. It had all the makings of a game I was going to like. And I just didn't like it. And it just irritated me. And it had just a lot of issues in my book. So I'm going to have to go with West of the Dead. I have quite a few of my runner-up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so, we all are. We're a hard-to-please group, aren't we? <laughs> For me, I was a little disappointed in Oxenfree and Forager. I think Middle Earth and Remnant, uh, they were a bit tough for me. I think for me, I didn't enjoy them as much because I found them a lot more difficult. Resident Evil wasn't what I was expecting. And so I that was a letdown because for me, I'm like, wait, how many how many zombies am I actually going to fight in here? Like, I, for me, I was expecting to shoot a bunch of zombies. And that was my bad. I should have looked more into it. But... <laughs> 
I think my top two, West of Dead and Hollow Knight. And I think I'm going to give it to Hollow Knight. Because I, I found West of Dead really hard. And I think that was kind of a, a big hindrance for me. But Hollow Knight, I was just expecting way more. Like, it, when, I think I picked it, right? I believe so. I, I played like five minutes of it like earlier on. And I absolutely loved it. And when I went back to it, it just... I just didn't care for it that much. And I think, yeah, my expectations were a little high for that one. So for my nominations, I have Children of Morta, Sea Salt, The Gardens Between, Bleeding Edge, West of Dead, Drake Hollow. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. And Ickenfell. <laughs> so I know, like I said, quite a bit. There's actually a couple where I'm like, this could end up as a nomination, but I'll just leave it at that. I'll try not to go through all of them. Children of Morta, well, I'll go through them real quick as to why they were such disappointing. Children of Morta, for me, looked like a very Diablo-esque game. And to me, I thought the combat was so boring. Sea Salt, when you read the description, sounds everything like I would love. And it was just, it was, the game is so thin. Like, there's not much to it. I didn't care for the story. It was, that was a disappointing. Bleeding Edge, same thing that Key said. It looked like a cool new Overwatch and it would just fell flat. Did I say the long dark? Because that was another one on my list. You didn't. Okay, I'm I not don't think. I'll skip that then. Um, West of Dead, very similar to what you guys are saying. It, it's a roguelike, and I was like, oh, sweet. You know, got Ron Perlman as voice actor. This should be fun. It was not. It was way too grindy. Drake Hollow 2, looking at it, I was like, oh, cool. It's a base builder, survival kind of thing. You can play with friends. I had fun with it, but I felt like it was a jack of all trades, but a master of none, and just it just was boring. Overall, though, I'm going to give it to West of Dead. West of Dead, I just remember when I first played it, loved the art style. I thought it was kind of cool, you know, this cool kind of purgatory western. But it just took so long to unlock items and to unlock guns that I just, it got so boring so quick. So, yeah, I'm going to have to give it to uh, West of Dead. Um, So, like I said, we're a very hard group to please. But... We're going to go on to the next one. So our next category will be gameplay. Which one did you have the most fun with? Liz, okay. you're starting off. <laughs> ah, the gameplay. I feel like, I mean, these are like my top games, except I think there's one that one or two that's missing. I mean, Wolfenstein, Outer Worlds, Witcher, which I didn't, some of the, the horse riding was a little wonky on that. Rainbow Six, Doom. I mean, I, uh, I didn't come to a final decision with this one yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just gonna pick something random. I think I might give it to Wolfenstein, or Outer Worlds. Those two I remember just loving the gameplay. I'm gonna give it to Wolfenstein. I just remember thoroughly loving that game sneaking around because that was the game that you like it was the nazis and you stab yeah. people right i just love the different techniques i like you asked me is this is the game you're getting it at the award and you're like well, i was, I just, I the was right double game. checking <laughs> but i think the reason why doom and rainbow six were on there is because those ones really challenged me and so i actually enjoyed those a lot but yeah i'm sure there's more that i love too but these are just the ones that i could think of <laughs> yeah uh, this is pretty difficult for me too because there's a lot that some games are just very unique and do such a fantastic job. Uh, for me, for my list, I got uh, Middle-Earth, Shadow of War, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, The Witcher 3, Wolfenstein, Doom Eternal. There's so many good ones. I know. Uh, I'm just going to leave it at that because there's like a couple other ones that I'm like, I would nominate. 
Yeah, they, a lot of them are just really neat. Like The Witcher 3 just does such a great job making this third-person action RPG. Uh, I've been a fan of The Witcher series, and I think the third one is just it's fantastic. Wolfenstein, I agree with what you're saying, Liz. But my biggest complaint with it is picking up items. You have to look at everything and press X. That was so annoying. So for me, I think I'm going to give it to Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal's gameplay, when you're in the action and fighting just hordes and hordes of demons... I thought you didn't like the platforming though. The Sorry platforming, the platforming is just okay. okay. But like, there's not a, there's not, there's not a ton of it. But when you, when it comes to the action, like nothing, I felt like got me sitting on the edge of my seat and my blood pumping like Doom Eternal. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that's my cue. Got it, got it. So I've got a, I've got a different list. I could have, and I could absolutely have a much longer list. Uh, yeah, so, this is like my struggle too with a lot of these. And, and well, and I think you pointed it out best. It's the, it's the varying gameplay of all of these. They're so different and they're so fun for their own way. It's like Untitled Goose Game is absolutely on my list. It's just tons of fun to play, but I can't keep going back to it over and over and over again. There is only like a certain amount you can really play that game. Yeah. Ori and the Will of the Wisps is just so much fun. When you just start unlocking all of your moves, the platforming just feels so fluid. It feels so much fun. Um, on my list as well, Middle Earth, Shadow of War. And then I would also, I would definitely include Superland because that game, kind of like an Ori, it just, as you start to unlock all your stuff, it's just a lot of fun for traversal. I think though, and it feels weird because it's like, such an old game i actually want to give it to middle earth shadow of war because that to me is just one of the most unique games i've ever played and it's just so much fun to go back to just controlling hordes of orcs and just i don't know and massing how many you could take over and stealthing your way through every well not every boss fight was unique it was unique in its own way and you had to pick out the strengths and weaknesses so i think i think overall yeah middle earth shadow of war would be my gameplay my actual gameplay game of the year, <laughs> this year, award. So, after gameplay, our next category we're running up is Best Music. So this one, which one did you think had a really fantastic soundtrack? Or better yet, if one just if one game just had a really fantastic song that you thought was amazing. So I'll start off here. So there are some games that we played that had really great music. Uh, for me, Enter the Gungeon, absolutely love the intro music. I, I remember actually just like keeping it up. I thought that that song was really fun to jam to. <laughs> the Witcher 3, I think, had a really great soundtrack. Ori and the Will of the Wisp, The Messenger, and Doom Eternal. So Enter the Gungeon, like I said, had a fantastic intro song. Ori and the Will of the Wisp, everything about that soundtrack is just fantastic. The Witcher 3, I thought did a really good job just kind of conveying the mood as well. And whenever that battle music kicked in, I... It, Always got me my blood pumping. I loved it. Same with Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is just constant rock and metal just the entire time. And it was it was just fantastic. The Messenger really surprised me because it has this whole kind of time travel aspect. And the music would actually change from like 8-bit to 16-bit kind of music. But I actually really enjoyed its soundtrack. So overall, though, I'm going to give it to Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Ori and the Will of the Wisp is definitely... A soundtrack you can just play on Spotify and it's just it's really relaxing and the just score of it is really 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 good so Ori in the Willowist is my pick alrighty well so I think yeah again 
without question, you know, Ori of the Will of the Wisp is obviously going to be on my nomination. If I was doing the Butt Rock Music of the Year award, I would definitely put Man of Madonna on my list. But this is just the best music of the year, so unfortunately it won't make it. Maybe next year. I I know this is going to sound crazy, because I think we just made fun of a lot of it, but the more I think about it, I have to nominate Ickenfell, because <laughs> as much as I didn't like it, I can't stop thinking about it. It's in my head. I think as, I think as the, the kids say these days, it lives in my head rent-free. I think that's a thing people say. What? I've never heard that <laughs> Look saying. it up on the Twitter machine, I, I promise you. I will you. not. I mean, I, I agree. Ickenfell was good. It's just that one song in particular that I thought was really bad. I thought we but, all really disliked the lyrics. Yeah, I of that like one I'm song. I feel like I'm crazy pills over here. <laughs> I, I don't know. The, the color song, it's just, it's good. It's good. Oh it's gosh. crazy, but it's good. Uh, but I, I'm surprised it didn't make your list, Andrew. Is Halo Wars? Is it? I know it sounds crazy because I'm not a Halo person. I know I say it, but the Halo music is just classic, and it's so good. And and it's just, uh, it's it's just it's like a signature song. You just you know it when you hear it. So I, I have to include it. But just giving it the easy one. Or in the Will of the Wisps, you said it best. You can put it on Spotify. It's just good background music of nothing else it never got in the way it always helped tell a story it's beautiful i love it forever so you guys know me like i always forget music and games but i do remember like <laughs> wolfenstein and the witcher um doom i you just said that i forgot how fantastic that was like the chanting and stuff yeah um alan wake i thought created a really great atmosphere with the music and the sound effects the voice acting was great which i know is kind of separate same with metal of madan that the voice acting in that was really great man of madan you said metal of madan oh i keep Whatever. saying metal. same thing <laughs> you guys know what i mean but i think i have to give it to yakuza zero that's that's a solid pick i'm not gonna lie it really is. <laughs> it's like with alan wake it creates an environment and which the I, environment is bonkers but like, for me when they wanted to change the mood to funny they did it in such a great way and there was one song that reminded me of walker texas ranger so that alone i mean come on <laughs> but i just thought that like they did such a great job of, of changing the tone of the game through music and also keeping it kind of 80s style like remembering where and when they are and so for me yeah you choose zero that's a solid pick <laughs> i like that i do with such great games, the thing that separates a good game from a great game is a really good story. So, Liz, Keith, I know you're not a huge fan of story. You hate reading things and learning things. So, I know this will be a struggle for you, but can you tell us what your game for best story is? I think I'm just going to take the easy way out here. Untitled Goose Game? Just... <laughs> <laughs> Collect Thank those you. bells. Uh, no, I just, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, I think that's the only one I truly cared about. I'm sure there were some other decent stories along the way. Uh, I mean, when I look at what we played, I'm sure The Witcher 3 was a story <laughs> that people liked. Um, and also Plague Tale Innocence. I think people cared about those characters. But yeah, Ori and the Will of the Wisp was, was great. And that, that's my best story of the year. I love how bored you sound just trying to like <laughs> figure this one out. 
stories. Oh, well, Man of Madonna, actually, because that one was kind of a movie sale. That's a strong runner-up, and it actually did... I kind of liked where it was like a choose-your-own-adventure. I did have fun with that, and I did enjoy that. As far as Wonder Song wasn't on your list, too. Oh, yeah, that's another good one. You know how <laughs> I care about stories, though. Or in The Will of the Wisps, I genuinely cared about the characters. It, like, made me sad at points. It made me feel things, Andrew. <laughs> See, I feel like, for me, Plague Tale, I actually was annoyed with some of the characters. And I liked Ori, but it was kind of like Spirit Fair for me, where I just wanted more. Like, I feel like Spirit Fair would have been one of my top choices if I just got more story about the characters and about the journey. For me, story, I mean, Yakuza 0, Outer Worlds, Wolfenstein, Witcher, I thought they were all great. I think... I don't know if I should go with Alan Wake or not, because I really disliked the ending. But I, I liked like the way that it ramped up, and but then it kind of let me down. So for me, I, I might go with that, even though the... The writing and the way the story went was kind of a disappointment. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, is that your pick? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like waiting. It's like because they also made like Outer Worlds and Wolfenstein and Witcher and Yakuza. There's just too many good ones. I guess I'll stick with Alan Wake just because I'm indecisive. But I mean, so I actually have a pretty similar list to you as well, Liz. Uh, for me, my nominations were Wonder Song, Wolfenstein. Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Plague Tale Innocence, and The Messenger. Yeah, I'll just keep it that. Uh, Wander Song, like I said before. <laughs> that list is very different. I know. No, I don't know. We have a couple of the same ones. Okay. Wander Song, like I said before, I thought the overall story of it was actually really interesting and really cool. Wolfenstein, that one really surprised me. Because when you first play it, it just looks very generic of... Ah, your big, rough, tough guy shooting Nazis. That's the story. But no, the characters actually were really intriguing. And the way they kind of go with the story, I thought was a lot of fun. Or in the world of this, as Key said, I mean, if you played the first one, you kind of know what you're getting in with it. And Or in the world of this, uh, the first one, I didn't care for its story, but the second one, I thought they did a really, like, much better job with it. Plague Tale Innocence, I was really surprised as how much I enjoyed it. I agree with you, Liz. The little brother, he was very annoying, but... Overall, by the end of that game, I thought it was really cool. It got a little supernatural, which kind of was like, eh, but I thought it was a lot of fun. And then The Messenger. The Messenger, like I said, I thought it was going to be kind of a disappointment, but after playing it a lot, I was like, this is a lot of fun, and I really wanted to know what happened at the end. And I thought it ended really well. But for me, overall, I think I'm going to give it to Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, I think I'm going to give it to it just because it caught me so off guard, because there's there's... It's now in series. There's a sequel. There's actually a, a third game as well, but the third one's awful. But yeah, the story just continuing across the games is just really, really good. You think it's just, oh, it's a generic first-person shooter, but no, it's well worth its story. I was also surprised, too, at the comic relief. Like, it, it wasn't a lot in that game, but all of a sudden it would come out and it would really surprise you and make you chuckle. Yeah. So, as great as stories can be, they're nothing without fantastic characters. So, what award would you give for the best character in one of the games that we've played who's first is it me and it's me yes no, no. First yes it's time. you yeah ah <laughs> oh another hard one that's what she said <laughs> so for me i really liked a lot of the characters in spirit fear but like i said before even with the the characters i don't think they gave me enough yakuza zero i love the characters I think I might give it to Barry and the the funny 
taken over people in Alan Wake. I thought they were hilarious. I love Barry. I, I always, like, think of him when I think of, like, my favorite character in a video game. And it's funny, too, because I think the main character, Alan Wake, is such a word I can't say on the podcast. <laughs> and so, for me, like, yeah. Butthead. Think, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think he's just so funny. I have to go with Barry. I think that's his name. I'm yes, not positive. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Uh, for me, I don't even know what my nominations are. I just know who the winner is. For me, hands down, it's the shopkeeper and the messenger. I was like, I was straight up cracking up at his dialogue. I always enjoyed going to the shop and trying to see if he would say something. Because the mess, the shopkeeper and the messenger was just, for me, he just, he made that game for me. I loved, loved the dialogue with him. Um, so I, I'm not even going to bother my nominations. Just play the messenger for the shopkeeper. So... I mean, I I kind of had a couple nominations. I just for the sheer cuteness and how much I loved it is the baby owl in Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I just love that baby owl. Loved it so much. Um, such a softy. You know, animals have a soft spot in my heart. Get over it. Um, crap! I lost my train of thought now. The Wait, goose? can I guess? Yeah, can I guess what your nominations <laughs> yeah. is? The goose. Yep. Okay. So there. So. So yeah. We got our, we got the baby owl, we've got the goose, and I'm sure there was another one, but I mean, Andrew stole it too quickly on me, and I can't agree more, is the shopkeeper and the messenger is, it really almost makes the game well worth playing in general, and it's just so cleverly written and just so entertaining, so yeah, hands down, shopkeeper messenger. Did you know, I also realized, I mean, I, I wouldn't change my pick, but I did forget about Sean Ashmore. Yeah. He's a good character. Okay. What about Ron Perlman and West of the Dead? <sighs> not good he enough. Was, he Wasn't... was good, but I just... Not good enough. He there repeated enough himself a lot, you know? It's like, I get it, dude. Yeah, it, was... <laughs> it was like Terry Crews. It was like, yeah, nice idea, not well executed. Exactly. So then finally, wrapping up, it's time for the award everyone's waiting for. What was your overall Game of the Year pick that we've played on Game Pass? So I will start off with this one. <sighs> Couple nominations here. I'll just get them off quick. Ori in the World of the Wisps, Witcher 3, Wolfenstein, Doom Eternal, Frostpunk. For me, I know it's going to kind of surprise people, but I'm actually going to pick Frostpunk. I know, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I, know I, I know I obviously didn't give it much awards for anything else, uh, but I absolutely loved Frostpunk. I played so many hours of it, and I played it on the console i played it on the pc i bought the season pass on the pc and all the dlc they came out with it i think is really great i played so much of frostpunk and i think it's so good doom eternal is my close second pick i think doom eternal just everything that they did is really good my biggest disappointment overall with doom eternal is just the story and then ori in the wilderness i'm in the same as you said earlier keith i just wanted more i it's just it's me being greedy it was such a good game that i just wanted more so hopefully they'll come out with more. But yeah, my game of the year pick will be Frostpunk. Geith! Oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad I get to go I, last. <laughs> this is a weird one for me because there's definitely Why is a it lot weird? of it's these It's Untitled Goose Game. We already know Keith. <laughs> I don't like your tone of voice with me right now. <laughs> oh. I really don't. Also, like, as a total package... But I'm not wrong. The tourist... <laughs> the tourist was a game i just overall really enjoyed i think it was just a lot more fun than it let on and it was 
easy to play, quick and quick and done. Or in the Will of the Wisps, I, I might and I, and I might talk myself into this because it just had everything. It, it's it's my game. It's I love it. I love the the Ori series, and I just hope there's going to be a third one because again, I just want more Ori in the Will of the Wisps. But Untitled Goose Game is just hilarious. <laughs> I I mean you. I talked about the goose being my favorite character, but there's also a part of me that that little kid in that town that you can just chase around and trip and knock his glasses off, that also might be my favorite character in an entire game this year. <laughs> the kid who gets blind <laughs> and you take his glasses? <laughs> Man, it's hilarious. Yeah, I gotta do Untitled Goose Game. It's just, it's just, it's so good. It's so much fun. I love it. Goose. So for me, I actually looked up what my top scores were. And so Yakuza 0, I had an 89, Ellen Wake, 90, Ori, 90, Wolfenstein, 90. And then 91, I had The Outer Worlds and The Witcher. And I said this at the beginning, it's really hard for me to remember things. <laughs> and so it's hard to appreciate some of the games that we've played in the past, I guess. So I think I'm going to give it to, I guess, maybe The, the Witcher. I, because the Outer Worlds, I remember getting frustrated because the load screens were so terrible. And obviously with the new Xbox and stuff, I think that's supposed to improve, right? Yeah. And so I think I'm just going to, based on scores, I mean, I just remember loving The Witcher. And I think that was, it wasn't the first long story-based game that I've played, but it was one of the first. And I think that, like, I, I just love those types of games. So I think, yeah, I just, I'm going to have to give it to The Witcher 3. It's so hard. I want all of the, my favorite games to win awards. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're trying to do? You're trying so hard to space things out? Yeah, I keep giving them to Alan Wake. I don't know why. <laughs> really, I think really I just love the Wake. trees in it so much. I mean, the trees. I'm trying to you to give it for your favorite character award. Was the, the trees. trees. <laughs> the trees. There's just so many trees. And they were the nice. trees in Alan Wake. I loved them. They were beautiful. I mean, if you want, you could create your own award. What game had the best trees? Oh, well, wait, you know, you don't want to give Alan Wake be... any more awards. That's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what episode wouldn't be complete, Andrew, without another thing? Oh. So I do have another Yay! thing. <laughs> so I do have my own award, and I think it I think it should fit well that I entitled this award. It's a really good game. It's just not for me. So this one, as you can imagine, is pretty difficult because, well, that's a lot of games. <laughs> it's like all the games we played. That is an Untitled Goose so, Game. So <laughs> all games in Untitled Goose Game pretty much fall under this list. So, I mean, as recently we can start out Rainbow Six Siege. That game, very good. Just not for me. <laughs> um, we, go down the, we go down the list. The Outer Worlds, really good game. <laughs> Just not for me. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think Minecraft a really good game. Just not for me. I don't have the vision. I don't know why I this Your so house funny. was really nice, though. I did have a pretty cool house. Cool. It was very colorful. But Except it's a penis I on think, the front yard. Well, whose fault was that, Andrew? I don't appreciate it still. I'm calling the police. But I think more than anything, <clears throat> I can really agree because I just could not get into it. But it's a really good game. It's gotta be The Witcher Three for me. <laughs> so that's your you give it to that. It's it's definitely The Witcher Three. 
because I just everyone loves it, and I just pick it up and I go, eh, I don't know, I can't, I can't get into it. Well, Resident Evil Seven too. Eh. I also have another thing, Keith. Uh, oh. I'm not going to ask you guys what your New Year's resolution is, but I at least want to bring up that you failed yours miserably, Keith. Do you Hot remember diggity. what your that New Year's resolution right. was last year? I think it had something to do with gamer score. No, that was mine. And I couldn't oh. confirm if I succeeded because I don't know what my gamer score was at the time. But your New Year's resolution was to absolutely not play Call of Duty. And you failed. Oh, you ended up downloading Warzone and playing Call of Duty with everyone. Well, I don't play it anymore. I've gone back to Apex. So, there's that. But you are right. <laughs> uh, anything else? Oh, well, I have another thing. Oh. <laughs> this one's more of a question, though. Yeah. Why does it say Christine's Kitchen at the top of the game list? Uh, I don't know. Why did you oh, I got a recipe from there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that ends up. <laughs> I didn't know if that was a game we played, and I totally forgot about it. <laughs> nope, just want to make some egg rolls. You know that great Ooh, game, like Christine's Kitchen? Uh, all right, but I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, so ends another fantastic year playing Game Pass games. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I know we did a little bit early, but we have some really long games coming up. We have a very long list of some listener picks, and... We absolutely love getting listener picks because it takes the decision making out of us. And so, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I said that weird. That was very strange. I don't. I don't know what you were doing there. I struggle with words. Okay, I don't. I don't need my co-host belittling me for it. But if you would like to suggest any games or give us any feedback, we're at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, the same name, and at Twitter at gpgbpod. So, yeah, if you want to add more games to the list, please go right ahead. Uh, it could be a good game, or if you want to torture us and throw us a really bad game, we'll play it. We'll try it. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I'm also on Twitch with the same name. I uh, have, as always, the same forever this year, Ben, Keith. Yeah. He'll be here next year playing games that are good that are just not for him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm Liz Noob, Gamertag, comment on Dean on Twitter at Liz Noob Noob is EW. Alright everyone, thank you all so much for listening. We hope that you guys have a wonderful and safe holiday. Please be careful out there, and we'll see you again next year. Actually, we'll still technically see you this year. But still, Bye, guys. Actually, technically you won't see you <laughs> at all, but you'll be hearing us this hey. year. <laughs> Bye.